Welcome to the New Beginnings Doing a 180 podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall and I'm the co-author of the 180 program. Today I want to look at a book in the Bible called Jonah. In Jonah it starts um, and it says that Jonah, that the Lord came to Jonah and he was to go to the great city of Nineveh to preach against it because its wickedness had come up before the Lord. But instead, Jonah, what did he do? He ran away and he headed to Joppa and he found a ship that was bound for Tarshish. The Lord then sent a great wind on the sea and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break apart. Now, here's what I want you to see. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God, little G, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. So Jonah's being disobedient and he's running away. And the sailors are being caught up in his disobedience and almost dying because of his disobedience. So what does that have to do with us and life? Well, all the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God, little G, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. They were doing everything in their own power to make this storm stop, to make this, um, to make sure that they could get back to shore so that they wouldn't die. But yet it was Jonah's disobedience that created the storm. So many times in life, we allow people in our lives to continue to be in disobedience and we allow them into our lives and their disobedience causes storms in our lives and instead of going to God big G and saying hello what should we do and asking God for guidance we go to our little G's which are also called idols which is anything that play that we place in in the Lordship instead of God okay ie self-sufficiency because what did they do they started throwing the cargo overboard. Think about our own lives. When we let somebody in our lives who is being disobedient and they create a ruckus in our lives, instead of saying, hello, what have you done? What do we need to do? Let's get you on the straight and narrow and let's get this worked out. We let them stay a part of our lives and we in our own self-sufficiency try to figure out the issue because if you go back down farther it says that they cast lots they found out that it was Jonah that had created this trouble and then Jonah says pick me up throw me into the sea and it will become calm I know it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you but instead what did they do instead the men did their best to row back to land because they could not for the sea grew even wilder than before. In our own self-sufficiency, we create even a bigger issue. Instead of saying, okay, here's what God's told us to do. We need to do it. Now let's do it. We say, no, let's figure out a different way. Let's figure out maybe this will work. Maybe that will work. Well, finally, when they realized they couldn't in their own self-sufficiency make this work, they, what'd they do? They picked him up and threw him overboard and immediately the raging sea grew calm. In Mark 
441, it says that, who is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. That is the big G, okay? That is Jesus. That is God. That is the one that we are supposed to be bowing to, asking for every day. What are we supposed to do? But instead, we go to our little G's. And I'm, I am so, I'm going to be the first one to admit, I do it so many times because I think I can handle it. I think I can handle this little this little dysfunction or this little person coming into my life and I say, oh, it's not going to affect me. And I let them continue in that cycle of dysfunction or being in denial and saying, it won't affect me. And then we have this huge storm. And I wonder where it came from. Do I sound like anybody else or am I just talking to myself today? So why do we find it hard to rely on the one who quiets the storms? And instead we call out to our gods who are the ones who usually created the mess to begin with. I think part of the answer is found in some research. I went to a luncheon this last week with George Barna. He was the guest speaker and he said that the church no longer Unfortunately, the church no longer affects society, but society affects how we do church. I think it's easier to go with the flow of society because we don't want to stand out. We don't want to be set apart. I have a, I have a statement. I have a challenge for you, whatever you want to take it as. Our job as Christ followers are to be obedient to the Word of God. We are to be set apart. We are supposed to be different. We are not supposed to go with the flow of society. And we are supposed to do everyday life differently. We are supposed to be infecting culture instead of culture infecting us. And we have got to start standing up for what God says. We need to start standing up in and on the Word of God. The problem is most of us don't know what it says, and we don't read it for ourselves, and we don't become what they call a Berean. Check it out, look at it, and then obey it. If you want to learn more about this life-changing, life-giving Savior, who um, even the wind and the waves obey, send me an email. Meredith at the180program.org. I'd love to chat. And if you are a Christ follower, one who says you are born again, and you are not living a life every day of transformation, one that says, yes, I believe what God says, and I live it out in my life, then we need to talk too. Because I don't want you to get to heaven when Matthew, and Matthew 7 says, but on that day, we say, but Lord, did we not do this? Did we not do that? And he will look at you and say, depart from me, you evildoer. I never knew you. I don't want that to be you. So let's chat. And let's remember that by allowing people into our lives and by being ourselves, a Jonah or the sailors, wherever you fall into today, 
God wants all of us. He wants you to be obedient to his word and to follow his word every day. So what is it that you need to change today to start becoming more of an imitator of Christ and not an imitator of the world? Have a great day.